welcome back to another Stand on Guard. Stay tuned. We've got some breaking news from leader of the opposition, Conservative Party leader, Pierre Polyev. He posted a statement today on X, which formerly known as Twitter, which I think you're going to find very interesting. Stay tuned. Thank you. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Well, welcome back to another Stand on Guard Take 5. I'm your host, David Creighton, talking very fast today, full of energy, just back from another trial. Day 13 of what I call the Freedom Trial. Why is it the Freedom Trial? Because our freedom is on trial, as well as that of the Freedom Convoy and Tamara Leach and Chris Barber. It's their trial, but in a larger context, our freedom of speech, our freedom of assembly, our freedom to protest is also on trial. And you know what? This thing is just getting bogged down in minutia, verbiage, in witnesses who don't know why they're there. It's really incredible to watch. It's hard to relate how silly this trial has become. In fact, I mean, today we were expecting a ruling from the judge and whether or not the eight prosecution witnesses will appear someday, maybe next week. No, not next week. We're coming back on October the 11th. But when the trial resumes in October, will these eight witnesses appear? Well, the judge is going to make a decision between now and September 29th. The judge has been quite good, so I, I'm not casting any aspersion on the judge. She's been very fair. However, the prosecution never seems to have its ducks in order, never seems to know what it's doing. It brings witnesses to the stand who aren't even sure why they're there. I've mentioned this earlier, like this emergency preparedness general manager from the city of Ottawa thought he was there to talk about his job description. It's, it's, it's really quite something to see. And the former chief of staff, to the mayor of Ottawa, Jim Watson, who, who has retired since he went crazy over the Freedom Convoy, wasn't sure why he was there either. None of them had notes with them. They all had to sort of borrow some notes off of the prosecution. And it's really quite something to see. However, Serge Arpine did admit today, or he at least he agreed with the words of Defense counsel Lawrence Greenspawn, who said the reason you had this weird bylaw in Ottawa that made it you know, technically illegal to start to idle your engine for truckers to idle their engines unless the temperature dropped below fifth, minus 15 degrees Celsius is that you wanted to freeze them out. And he says, well, that sounds like a logical outcome of what that kind of bylaw would do. So he, you know, they were admitting that they passed a bylaw which was just trying to freeze people in their trucks. The previous bylaw, Greenspan pointed out, was I think five degrees was the threshold. You could start, you could idle your truck on the streets if the temperature dropped below five degrees Celsius. So they added like twenty degrees to this. So we had to wait till it hit minus fifteen. Now that's pretty damn cold when you're sitting in your truck and you've got kids and uh, family with you. 
And Greenspawn pointed that out today. Now, I asked Greenspawn after the trial, and I said, how, how is this going? And he looks very exasperated. You know, he said, slowly. <laughs> and he, he, had, he said, we're not even close to reaching first base. This was supposed to be a 16-day trial, 16 days. We are on day 13. As I said, we have recessed for a couple of weeks. We're back on October the 11th. This trial could well go into November. Okay. We might be celebrating the anniversary of the Emergencies Inquiry, uh, Emergencies Act Inquiry, which was going on last November. This is how ridiculous this is. And once again, these people are charged with very, very basic crimes, you know, like mischief, inciting mischief, uh, obstructing the police. These are all things that are highly debatable. And the prosecution is going to have a very difficult time making any of this stick. But they're going to try anyway. And none of the evidence I've seen so far remotely suggests that these two people are guilty of these crimes, that they were doing anything but peacefully protesting and encouraging everybody who was there as part of the convoy, who was there supporting, who was there protesting, to do anything but peacefully protest. I see no incitement. I see no incitement to mischief. I see no mischief. However, they were charged. That's the law. But this is amounting to be a monumental waste of time and an embarrassment as we continue to show the world just how totalitarian Canada can be. You want to say authoritarian? Okay, maybe totalitarian is a bit of a stretch, but we're getting there. Well, not only that, we just look inept right now because of all the crap that Trudeau caused with India, making stupid accusations and alienating the second largest country in the world, population-wise, a member of the Commonwealth, a country we've always had ties with. Lots of lots of Indians have, have come to Canada to emigrate. Canada, India is a democratic country. It holds fair elections and free elections. It has lots of the same traditions as Canada. However, Trudeau just decided to throw it all to the wind because of his ego, because he felt slighted by India. And so Canada looks really stupid right now on the world stage. Really stupid. And the Freedom Convoy trial is not helping. But we're going to keep reporting about this because even though it's an embarrassment for Canada, it's an embarrassment for Justin Trudeau. Because he's the one that could have solved this by simply meeting with the convoy people and what did he do he took off he fled ottawa but not before he had a little news conference and he labeled them all as a fringe element yes there is a small fringe element in this country that is angry that doesn't believe in science that is lashing out with racist, misogynistic attacks 
But Canadians, the vast majority of Canadians, are not represented by them. And I know will not allow those voices, those special interest groups, those protesters who can, I don't even want to call them protesters, those anti-vaxxer mobs to dictate how this country gets through this pandemic. Racist and misogynist, which is exactly what Justin Trudeau has become. He's become part of a fringe element, an extremist voice that supports a lot of crazy policies from medically assisted suicide the gender ideology. He's the one that had a lifetime of misogyny and racism. He can't escape the fact he loved to perform blackface and he can't escape his contempt he's had for women over the years, especially those who served with him in politics, throws them under the bus and can be very verbally abusive. At least one liberal MP has talked about that. So it's embarrassing, Trudeau, so let it continue. But I tell you, I believe Tamara Leach and Chris Barber will be vindicated and acquitted. I believe that. Could be wrong. I don't know. But I do believe they will be because I think they've got a better case. Now, somebody close to the defense was mentioning today that they do think this trial often looks like it's off the rails. It often looks like the prosecution doesn't know what it's doing. But you know what? This individual didn't have to tell me that. It's obvious to everybody who's there. And it's going to continue that way. So this will be day 13. We won't have a day 14 for, like I say, until October 11th. That's quite a few days away. In the meantime... Keep hoping and praying for your country that other things are coming to the fore that we need to fight just as strongly. Okay, this just breaking. And a lot of people tell you news is breaking these days, but this really is, okay? And uh, it's a post from Pierre Polio, leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. And of course, a lot of people were disappointed when Mr. Polyev did not appear at the Million March for Children in Ottawa. The, he was not too far away at the House of Commons. He could have walked down. We had Maxime Bernier of the People's Party of Canada, and we had Rod Taylor of the Christian Heritage Party did show up. We didn't really expect Jagmeet Singh or Justin Trudeau to come down. Jagmeet Singh came down for the other side. Yeah, he waved some... Marxist flags and uh, showed his true colors and, and actually tried to intimidate the organizer of the march, the million person march. That's how he showed his his lack of support for the. But Pierre Polyev, a lot of people said, why wasn't Pierre here today? Pierre has just tweeted today, well, should say posted, excuse me, on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. And he said, Justin Trudeau always divides to distract from all he has broken. This time he is demonizing concerned parents. Parents should be the final authority on the values and lessons that are taught to children. Trudeau should butt out 
and let parents raise their kids. Okay. Thank you for your polyev. Yes, the state should not be raising our children. No, Justin Trudeau is talking like a fascist when he says the state should be raising our children. Parents need to raise our children. That's what's good for democracy. That's what we've done for thousands of years in Western civilization and all civilizations. Any place where the state raises children becomes a dictatorship. So I always say I'm in no politician's pocket, and I'm not. But when a politician stands up for the right thing, stands up for principle, even though there's going to be some flack over this, there's going to be opposition, he's going to probably be called transphobic for this, even though it's got nothing to do with that at all. Thank you, Pierre Paulia, for standing up for what's right and for principle. It's very important. Trudeau's Online Information Act. It's the third part of his Internet Censorship Trilogy legislation. He wants to ban disinformation from the Internet without defining it. And they have very good reason for not defining it. And that reason is it's easier to prosecute people if there's no clear definition. And that's what Trudeau wants to do. And that's what his justice ministry wants to do. And expect that legislation to be introduced in the fall which we that began, the fall session began this week. Expect that legislation to be coming up in the next month or so through the Heritage Department again. And it's got to be fought tooth and nail. And if it's passed, God help us. If it's passed, a subsequent government, probably conservative, must repeal it for the sake of freedom in this country. Anyway, thanks for watching. Please ring that bell, subscribe, become a supporter, share this broadcast. Let's get thousands more people watching this. Because I tell you, I think we've got something here that people need to hear. I'm not just playing clips every day that somebody else did. I'm not just telling you what I read in the newspaper. I'm telling you what I'm out there reporting. I interview people. I report the news in an independent fashion. I'm going to keep doing that, but I need your support to keep doing it. And I tell you what, so we can get past Trudeau's internet censorship, please ring that bell so we can notify you of every broadcast. We can notify you what's coming up and you can keep watching the station because I really enjoy your comments. Thank you for your support. I saw so many people this week at the Freedom Convoy trial and at the Million Person March who are watching the station and who are reading my articles and who say thank you for writing the truth. Thank you for talking about the issues that are so important. And I'm going to continue to do that. Thank you again for watching today. God bless you. Thank you for supporting us. And we'll see you again on the weekend. But you can play a part in opposing Justin Trudeau's government and Justin Trudeau's plans for Canada. You can become a part of the Creighton's Right Resistance. Now, I urge you today, please support this station in any way you can. Ring that bell, subscribe, because that ensures you're at least going to continue to be able to watch these episodes. You'll beat the algorithm. But more importantly, I need your financial support. I hate to ask, 
but that's what I'm doing. I made a decision to pursue independent media because I believed it was the best possible route for me to take as a journalist and as a concerned citizen of Canada. So you can become a part of that. And at only $5, you can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with buying me a copy, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, if you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today. 